Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and happy Monday to you. Listen in over the next few minutes and get a head start on your day and week. My name is Alex Matthew and this is the daily morning update from ET Now. Today is the 5th of April. First things first, it's not good news on the COVID-19 infections front. India is well and truly witnessing a second wave. The fresh addition in cases reported yesterday in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. was over 93,000. That's the highest since September of last year when we were close to the peak of the first wave. India's active cases will likely breach the 7 lakh mark today. Now, Maharashtra is the state where a majority of the cases are being reported. Just yesterday, Maharashtra reported 57,000 cases with Mumbai by itself reporting over 11,000 cases. And it was in this context that the state government announced new tougher restrictions in the state starting today. In an order titled Break the Chain, the government announced a night curfew from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. starting today and a lockdown on the weekend that will begin on uh, Friday at 8 p.m. and end at 7 a.m. on Monday. The new curbs will stay in place till the 30th of April. Besides those, it was announced that all private offices will remain shut except for financial services and other essential services. There will be no dine-in option at restaurants and bars and home delivery of food can continue only between 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. All malls and marketplaces except for essential services will remain shut. Now, places of worship and schools will also be shut. Private and public transport will continue with some restrictions though. There's an update on the AstraZeneca vaccine. The UK's Medicine and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency said on Saturday that of the 30 cases of clotting and low blood platelets that were identified in the people in the UK who had received the shot as on March 24th, seven had died. Do remember though that more than 18 million doses have been administered in the country and the regulator insists that the shot is safe. In the banking space in India, bank unions have threatened to call prolonged strikes against the government's proposal to privatize some state-owned lenders. Remember, not too long back, ET Now had reported that the government is very keen on selling its stake in IDBI Bank and also wants to offer LIC's stake in the bank as a sweetener. The stake sale is pending cabinet approval. In international news, personal data of more than half a billion Facebook users re-emerged online for free over the weekend. The leak includes personal information on 533 million Facebook users such as phone numbers, Facebook IDs, full names, locations, birth dates, bios and in some cases even email IDs. That's according to a Business Insider report. A company spokesperson said that this was old data that was previously reported on in 2019 and that the company had found and fixed the issue in August of 2019. Now, US President Joe Biden would be willing to push through his $2 trillion infrastructure plan without the support of Republican lawmakers if he cannot reach a bipartisan deal, according to Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, who said this on Sunday. This comes after a number of GOP senators made statements opposing Biden administration's plan to raise corporate taxes to fund the massive infrastructure spend. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. 
Morning, Rohit. How are we looking at the start of the week? Good morning, Alex. We're back after a three-day break, and the street has some important cues to watch out for this week. What will be on the radar are restrictions in Maharashtra as India's COVID surge begins to make global headlines. Many business clusters and regions fear an impact on supply and demand if numbers don't reverse soon enough. In fact, Christopher Wood of Jeffries has reduced his overweight on India. He said the surge in COVID cases in India is a risk as stocks are not pricing in a renewed lockdown. Keep an eye on the earnings season and RBI's monetary policy outcome. That could set the tone for the first trading week of the financial year. Street will closely track RBI's stance on the risks to grow. We will also see cues from the FOMC minutes which are due to release on Wednesday. The SGX Nifty is hinting at a start closer to 15,000 but brace for some minor turbulence this morning. We shall have to see if private banks keep the momentum going as they did on Thursday. Also, an encouraging reading on the India VIX could offer some ground for bulls to attempt to rebound. Mutual funds have ploughed in about 2,500 crore rupees in stocks in March. First such bet in 10 months. This may mean that redemption pressure on funds may be drying up. FIS were modest net buyers of about 150 crore rupees on Thursday, while DIS sold shares worth about 300 crore rupees. The US jobs market is back to life, adding twice as many jobs as in Feb. This is also the best month of jobs addition since August, bringing the unemployment rate back below 6%. This is encouraging for the Dow futures. The dollar index has consolidated near 200 DMA, and the US 10 year yield remains near recent highs. Here's a cue on which stocks could stay in limelight at opening bell today. Watch out for passenger vehicle makers as domestic sales more than doubled YOI. Pent up demand kept the momentum going, but recent curbs in mobility could be a near term hang on the share prices. Street could find interest in sale after it recorded its highest ever quarterly production and sales. Watch out for oil marketing companies as Saudi Arabia has decided to increase May crude pricing for all of Asia. Anish Shah, in his first interview after being elevated as MD and CEO of Mahindra and Mahindra, has said that the conglomerate could apply for a banking license. That's all I have for you right now. Keep listening in. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 